Thank you. It's great to be here. I came to the first one and I've been to all the other six. <laughs> For those who don't know, Radio Hotler, thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Diabolical uh, um, uh, technical goodies. Radio Hotler. Hot, 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 Radio Hot Lab episode 267, Chatswood to Balmoral Beach. Is that right? <laughs> it is, Japes. How are you? I'm good, mate. How are you going? Good. I mean, it's uh, it's a bit of an unusual podcast that you're in uh, not-so-sunny Adelaide and I'm in sunny Arnsbach in, um, in Germany, Bavaria, three hours to the east of Frankfurt by... Fast Train, ICE, the Intercity Express, which has an excellent bar. <laughs> yeah, well, of course it would. <laughs> when you're travelling on it, it's pretty hard to uh, it's pretty hard to not um, not find anywhere in Germany where there's beer or Dachshunds. Right, of course. So you're in your element, really. <laughs> yeah. Well, apart from the beer. Yeah. And what are you having to drink, son? Oh, mate, you've got to be kidding. I mean, it's 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 just after midday here, so... Um, well, you would have usually had half a bottle of white by now for creative import. Actually, I have. I've had oh, a bottle of Pinot Grigio, uh, a, a Val de Zige. It's um, a 2013, very nice uh, 3.69 euros. Actually, wine's very cheap over here, but uh, I thought if we're going to do a show, it has to be done, and... and uh, Nathan Morecambe has disappeared off into town to play with some young friends that he has... Uh, I didn't get the invitation, so uh, that's fine. Yeah, but that's because they're young friends, Johnny. <laughs> so, um, eight, uh, lots to tell at this end, but uh, what's been going on in, uh, in, in Sydney town? Not a lot. Been pretty pedestrian, really. We've had Easter and Anzac Day and all that stuff. And I had some friends over from the UK, and uh, my daughter got married, so really not much at all. I suppose and we should remind them, the viewers, that this is a, a light-hearted show about motor racing, cool emerging technologies, yeah. gadgets and barbecues. Australian style, with Aussie style, with some humanity thrown in. And there's a, bit of, there's a bit of story to be told, because since we last saw each other at the finalising, final moments the death throes in fact of the uh, world headquarters in Adelaide yes, um, definitely the death throes it, it was a mad scramble through Eastern I didn't think I was going to get away but then I did get on a flight on uh, the Monday evening and found myself 24 hours or so later, 36 hours later here, back in uh, in Arnsbach area of course, they all thought I was completely mad. And I said, well, hang on a minute. Dominic, you've just been racing in California. And you're going back to California to race. So what's the difference? That's right. 
Exactly. What did he say to that? He, uh, well, he was uh, typically German, and, um, and so there was no further discussion on the subject. Mm. So, cheers, Japes. Yeah, cheers, mate. That's not water, is it? No, no, it's a Pinot Gris. It really is. So, oh, right, just in, not, not in a Pinot Gris glass. Not in a Pinot Gris glass. Um, in disguise. So I have to report in that the start to Nathan Morecambe's 2014 ADAC GT Championship held at the East German circuit of Ossersleben, of where there are at least 10,000 wind devices floating around, and that means it's fucking windy. And it's cold <laughs> and fucking windy. Um, How high is it? Is it elevated? I, I, look, I don't know, but it's flat. Unlike this oh. part of the world, which has sort of got more bumps, and uh, and yesterday uh, we we went out to a lake nearby, and uh, it was bumpier. But uh, even bumpy. But yeah, the so just just a quick rundown motorsport wise on on his weekend. Um, it, it certainly uh, the championship has just ramped up another notch. I think it's now probably in its seventh year. Not quite sure about that. But you do have, uh, as me mentioned on episode 266, after his uh, couple of testing moments um, at Zandvoort and at Osterschleben, um, you know, there, there's some pretty high-end high end, uh, customers in the business there. And, you know, ex-DTM people and several, uh, obviously, the champions of the events before, Heinz Hell Frentzen, the ex-Formula 1 driver, Rene Rast, who's a consistent top, top front-runner at... Um, in Porsche Super Cup and uh, Nicky Tim, the Danish driver who's a World Endurance Championship. So really, it, there's a lot of Jerome Bleakmolen who's just doing everything from one place to another. Yep. There's lots of high-end stuff. And for a young guy who doesn't have much experience in GT cars, well, in fact, it consists of one day at Donington Park, a race in a GT4 with Benny Simonson, and uh, two days at Osterschleben, one day at Lautzus Ring, which is the uh, super speedway where we'll hold, hold round three. In fact, the, the place that Alex Zanardi lost his uh, lower limbs, um, he really hasn't had much experience at all. And um, look, I have to say that it didn't, from a team perspective, they've seen me on the Pino. Oh, they've. <laughs> I was going to say, after you already. They are pulling in here. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Maybe they heard you need a wine transfusion. <laughs> Get off the three dollar. Um, that uh, it, from a team perspective, it really didn't didn't go as well as one would have hoped. Um, in the, 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 the cars were, were were on the money two weeks prior, and uh, Nathan and Mario Farnbacher's teammates. Philip Fromweller and uh, Sebastian Arsch, who was the 2012 champion, had topped the time sheet sheets out of Schleben. Yet, you, you, two weeks later, at exactly the same track with the same configuration, they were just like miles off, and everyone was scratching their heads and thought, well, uh, at the end of the day, like, what's going on here? Was it um, the tyres had changed? Both cars were, were 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 difficult. Nathan was certainly, you know, to be expected struggling to deliver the same times as those guys but you know it, it, he was a second behind but I reckon that's, that's, that's still pretty good and the cars were suffering you know considerable you know um, turn in and mid corner pu push on the you know in the slow corners as the temperature 
Yeah, it was actually better, more pleasant weather. I, look, everybody was just, just really scratching their heads, and as it turned out, it probably didn't matter a great deal um, in the first race that, that Philip had done the start in car six, and it sort of you shouldn't have been out on the right hand side of the track when you got a, a left hander after the best part of a three quarters of a kilometre straight going downhill, and there's you know pine cones sort of things to get round. Um, and everybody's like first day of school. You've got 26 GT cars with, with itchy feet. Um, it, it's, it's never going to work work to be on the outside of the corner because momentum runs out there. Of course, he did get himself sort of hung out to dry, tapped the fence there a little bit, and, and had to had to pit the next lap for, for uh, some sort of rearrangement at the front. And he finished, I think, you know, with with one point for the day. Whereas uh, the um, uh, the the second car, Mario was sort of tapped from behind going into turn one, and then the second second lap, uh, the Cor- Corvette just shunted straight into him. When we'd caught up with the with the the, the dunce later, he said, "I forgot to brake." Really? I forgot to brake. Yeah. I go. Well, I forgot. To, I forgot to not punch you in the face. <laughs> anyway, the next day. Um, uh, there was uh, Nathan was starting second from the from the back, and uh, that was probably a, a blessing in disguise. Unlike it what Speed Cafe had said, where he'd started from pit lane, that wasn't quite the case. Um, and I think you might have seen the video because it was pretty dramatic. Yeah, and um, it was very dramatic. That <laughs> Audi man, gee, you wouldn't want to have been in that thing. No, well, that Who was, was driving that. That was Nicky Tim, the Danish driver, and I don't think he did his he did his WEC duties last weekend as a result of that. Um, and he was off to hospital. He was limping when he got out of the car. <laughs> I don't think that was him. I think he, he was carried out. But yeah, they played pretty hard there, and Nathan, they, they drove. You know, he did a good job, and he handed over to Mario, and they came through to tenth, and they grabbed them a point, which is, I think, very much just like Formula One style points here, JP. You know, you don't get a lot of points. It's not like right. supercars where you even last get 58 points. Um, not and, like you know, the supercars then. No, it's not. So it, it's pretty much. It pretty much. I think based on, I, I, I think it actually is Formula One points. So you, it's right. down to tenth, um, up from six, what it was a few years ago, and I think mm. twenty five for first and so on like that. So uh, it, it's sort of eighteen for second, but tough business. But, but twenty five to to ten is bloody good uh, racing. There's no doubt about that. He did well. Well, you got to take, well, take five well. cars out of that. <laughs> Yeah, true. But still, yeah, no, that's all right. I think I, I was happy with it. And the fact is, he got his run on the on the board. And um, you know, if it was uh, Bernie uh, Bernie Eccleston paying for the gig, well, you'd have your transport pay pay for the rest of the year, wouldn't you? Because all, all you need yeah, is right. all you need is one point. So um, anyway, that was good. This weekend, we're off back to Zanzibar, which is uh, I think you know the place uh, yeah. south of. Amsterdam, Holland. Travel through Harlem, and it's on windy, the windy, sandy beachside. Sand right. good chips. Zandvoort chips. <laughs> oh, with herring. No, no herring. You can keep the herring. I don't, I like mind, chips. I don't mind a little bit of herring, but um, that mayonnaise they put on those chips is superb. Yes, it's it's interesting mm. that the beach there. That you well, you walk along the road, you can't see anything. But if you sort of move across a little bit, you know, which which follows the coast there, there's like beach clubs all the way down there. And um, 
you know, it's only five minutes from the track, so you can sort of disappear out and have a nice sit by the beach and, you know, a, a three three euro Pinot Gris, and uh, and then come back yeah, but, to, come back to the racetrack and do a bit of creativity. But they're all idiots. I mean, why would you have a beach club somewhere on the North Sea that's warm for five days of the year? <laughs> hopefully, it's the next five coming up. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully it will be. But well, uh, you know, but they like to they like to sit outside and smoke. The Germans, I'm oh, sorry, the Europeans are the Europeans are big smokers, JP, as you well know. They, um, unlike Australia and Australia and America, they haven't they haven't really had a anti-smoking campaign like like well, we the have. UK has, but the, I don't think the I don't think the rest of Europe's caught up yet. Well, there's a cigarette dispenser out the front. Like well, just like sitting, on, it just it's just chained up to the wall. You get it in the middle of the night, you know. And there's the, the, the you know the, the Marlboro songs playing in the background the whole bit. <laughs> Dominic's got a packet of matches in here. I think it's that he's collected over the years, along with his um, hands-off anti-masturbating gum. <laughs> Is that right? I better show you it, JP. Hang on. Hang on. Uh, viewers, it's a worry. Hey, viewers, this is um, quite handy. I'll just ha hold it up to the, the microphone. Hopefully you'll be able to... Sorry, the, the camera, you will be able to see it. Hands off. Anti-masturbatory gum. Instant relief lasting up to six hours. And you get eight pieces. <laughs> Very good. Fast action. And on the back... <laughs> Oh, hold on, I'm having trouble reading this. We know nature's urges can arise at the most inappropriate times. That's where hands-off anti-masturbatory gum comes in handy. When you've got the fire down below and you must say no, <laughs> choose hands-off. I love it. Uh, I think it's in your limited... hands-off choose offer four to six hours of relief. There you go, I wonder what they do. They must have bromide in them, like they used to give the bloody soldiers in their tea during the war. <laughs> and it says at the bottom here, you may chew up to 120 pieces daily as needed. <laughs> anyway, I don't know why that's there, but there'll be a story about that when... Uh, I'm sure there will when, be. When, when Dominic gets back tomorrow, he and Mario have been over in uh, at Laguna Seca. Um, yes. At the... Uh, at the current fourth round of the uh, Tudor United Sports Car Championship held around the Laguna Seca track at Monterey. And a bit interesting, they call it the double header. Um, we were watching the feed last night from it uh, off the... But it was actually the, the, the Fox Sport feed, but they had it running before they were even going live. And there's the two commentators and Calvin Fish in the middle, a little gagging up and like, looking like idiots, and they didn't even know they were actually, it was actually going out. So it was, uh, it was, it was pretty funny. But like, yeah, the double header was such that what they did is they, they, they had a two-hour race in the morning, which had the GTD cars, one of which was where Mario was in, um, and the, the, the prototype, uh, sort of the prototype challenge cars, which are like old Formula Le Mans cars, and then in the afternoon they had the proper prototypes, which are the P2 and the Grand Am cars and the GTLM cars. And it was a pretty spectacular spectacular racing. Mario did really well. He was up as far as third and then they pretty much third until two laps from the end and then they had a fuel issue so they had to stop. 
And it's, it's amazing that they even managed to make the race because they blew an engine in the warm-up and in 57 minutes, Alex Job Racing managed to swap the, uh, the engine out of, their, 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 uh, out of the Porsche. And these are not as high a spec as the GT3 cars are over here. They're sort of GT3. I could never quite work out. They're like called Grand Am GT cars. They don't have quite the aero, but they still look like they're, they're, they're the business. But I have a feeling these could be a not, the new 991s. Um, and uh, the race was won uh, by uh, the Extreme Speed Motorsport Patron car of Jan, mm. what is Van Overbeck and Ed Brown. And I think International Paulie was over there and he's... It looks after that, and the GT was won by um, Jan Magnussen and uh, and Garcia. So an another poorly job. That's right. I know. I've been having. I've been reading the press releases this afternoon. <laughs> well, one of it, someone has to. <laughs> That's right. Well, nobody else does. So I thought I'd do him a bit of a favour. But we uh, we were going to sort of. Look, the weather had been absolutely rubbish last week, um, and it wasn't really very pleasant. Even though we went for a nice big 10k walk through the through the forests the other day and found this really great Chinese, JP, I tell you, good Chinese in... In Germany. Arnsbach, yes. And uh, they actually thought we were... Because this is an American uh, military base area, and so right. there's quite a bit of English speaking going on, and people thought we were American. But they thought, you don't sound really? British. Or you don't sound Aussie accent. Well, they don't know what Aussie accents are, you know. True. And, uh, they are chips. And, um, you know, I tell you... Wait to Fortuna move over because we went up there. It was had gargoyles and everything like that. And the, the father came out, and the daughter, who's the waitress, she came and said hello. Told me she's 32 and single, and um, and wanted some. And we had a, a to start our entree. We had. I said, "Have you got any spring rolls?" And they said, "Yes, but we call them egg roll." And I said, "Oh, as much. Egg, I don't like a lot of eggs. It's got no egg in it." <laughs> <laughs> and it's like seriously, it's about. Um, seven or eight inches long and about two, three inches wide and it's got beef and um, and bean shoots in it. It's actually, and they, they build it on the fly, much like you'd have it uh, hanging gardens of meat in Guja Street. So yep, it was yep. pretty good. And they had the cut chilli and the soy and the whole bit. And, and then we had uh, a great fried rice which had chicken in it and a Kung Pao chicken! Hi, sorry! <laughs> so, <laughs> very good. And uh, it was so good on Friday night. We, we repeated the exercise last night, but take a, a delivery. So that was interesting to make it ring a, a Chinese restaurant in Bavaria and be an Australian and uh, get them to organise it. And they sent it over and it was deluxe. And you actually got it delivered? Actually got it delivered. And the girl couldn't find a place, but then she rang me on my German mobile and came down and got it. And it was pats on the backs and all very, very nice. But um, very good. Yeah, we. But I bet you did pay. Hey, no, I paid for it. Jesus, what's going on? I don't know. I just slipped up. <laughs> Couldn't you find some other sucker? No, I like just. Normal. I just thought I'd just uh, shout Nathan. Uh, he, well, he bought the other night, so that was all right. And um, Fair. yeah, but we were sort of going to go to. We were sort of going to go over to Spa um, for the World Endurance Championship, the second round, um, on Saturday. Because the race was actually on Saturday, but it was all too cold and it was too far away and couldn't be bothered. Then was found it all. It was on TV anyway. So yeah, we, yeah. well, those fat, lazy Belgian bastards. You know what they're like. Well, they actually, it, 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 well, it's on cable TV, but <laughs> but uh, fifty thousand people went to it. 
So it was a very big, very big turnout because I think you know it was they were there for to see the new Porsche, and yep. um, and of course Mark Mark Weber um, was, yep. was a they didn't go so good. No, they had they had issues. They finished, but the other car started from pole. But nonetheless, but you know he he, he did a good job, and our friend from New Zealand, Brendan Hartley, did a good job. So. And all and all that matters is that they're there for the, the 24 hour. But certainly, and it can only get better anyway. Right, there's all 50,000 people for a WEC round over there is is, is a pretty big turnout. Um, but um, it, we wanted to watch it, and but it's on on cable. So I'd rung up Horse Barnbarker, but he said, "Look, I've got football on. I can't be asked to be not watching that." <laughs> so I thought, "Well, how are we going to do it?" And so I found that that. FIA WEC had an app, and I downloaded the app, and then for six dollars forty nine, I could purchase all the in-car cameras and the international feed for six forty nine. So we did that, okay. and then I had I brought my Apple TV over, so it was actually quite handy because I used the broadcast it out to the big Sony, and we sat there with you know timing coming in on the iPad, and it was yeah. It, Watching it on the fantastic. Yeah, it was very good. It was a little tiny, little bit of glitchy, but so that's tech time over with. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then yesterday we sat down and watched the the DTM from Hockenheim that we were going to go to, but there were also a hundred thousand people gone there, and uh, couldn't be asked. Couldn't be asked. Going as a so they haven't got much to do over there, obviously on the weekends. Well, there was that, and then there was the you know. Uh, <laughs> Auto GP from Hungara ring with 13 cars and the World Touring Car Championship, and uh, British Touring Cars from uh, from Thruxton yeah, and uh, British GT from Rockingham. So wait, nothing going on at all. No, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> well, there's nothing here, I can tell you. Nothing, nothing. nothing yeah. <laughs> it was a very quiet weekend. But I uh, after Frosty got himself up the weekend before. But I, yeah, we now we didn't, we didn't see any of that. Obviously, there's no V8 supercar coverage whatsoever over in this part of the world. They get nothing except what they get shoved down their throat from a German perspective. So what happened over there, mate? I uh, I saw that I think that uh, Brighty won the first race, and then uh, Van Gis won one. Yeah, one. Van Gis got the got the second with Frosty second and Van Gis was a long way out and Frosty had had a, had a go at him and, and, and tried to get past but he didn't manage it but then the third race which was the big race Frosty mate he, he just cleaned up he, he was miles out in front by the end of the race and uh, no it was a good it was a good win and he's, he's up on top on the points um, the dreaded um, Red Bull team were, were struggling badly uh, they just couldn't get the speed up. Certainly, I think the first race or the second race, um, the chin was down in oh, 12th or 15th or something. was uh, not going well at all. So, uh, no, it was, it, it was a really good weekend. What do you make of that? I think the Pukakui track is always pretty exciting. I, I, all I knew, I heard that David Wall had a big shunt and wrecked the car. Yes. Was yeah, that, but that... no, Pukakoi was good, and the fans turned it on. And of course, uh, the second race on Saturday, um, uh, the Volvo was running second, I think, and Van Gies was first, and another Kiwi was third. So Kiwis had top three spots, and then Frosty got his oar in and uh, and and stirred them all up. But uh, but for a while there, it was looking like a Kiwi whitewash. Right. So, uh, so there's some more uh, drive-through penalties uh, for uh, 
well, that they've now put their hand up and said that um, look, we're going to we're going to evaluate drive-through penalties after the event because yes. Russell Engel would have had his dander up oh, again mate. with him. <laughs> his, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what Russell's like. He's nothing if not outspoken. So uh, he's certainly not. Yeah. He's certainly not a retiring type. <laughs> oh, no. not, not retiring at all, apparently. No, no, no. In fact, I don't think he ever will. No, he won't go out. Uh, um, yeah, so uh, that's what's going on, I guess. What did we... F1 coming up? I've no idea. A Spanish Grand Prix, or we've added that? Yep. Who knows? Back to, back to Europe for the F1s, but not this weekend, I don't think. I mean, it's weekend after, because they had a reasonable break between... Uh, uh, where were we last time? China? Um, yeah, old mate, China. And uh, and the European rounds. So they're all scuttled off back to their factories and uh, the big transporters will be coming out now. That's right. So across Europe. Spanish Grand Prix and I guess we go to Monte Carlo. Uh, yep. Again, something I won't, can't see myself wanting to go down to. Um, anyway, there's... A, there's a bit of stuff going on here, I guess. So it's all, all very pleasant. The weather seems to be getting better day by day. It's just an absolutely lovely, lovely part of the world. Um, and I can say to anybody who wants to go to Germany, um, spend some time in Bavaria, and you don't you don't really need to do uh, you don't don't need to do very much. Just sit and watch the world go by. In fact, yesterday we we drove to this lake, as I was saying before, and um, it was about. 45 minutes away, and I'd no idea how to get there, but I just used the iPad, you know, and brought up maps, and as you know, that maps yep. will still work, even if you don't have... It works from the GPS perspective. Yeah. Like, even though you so don't you have... at least see where you are and where yeah, you're going. Yeah, exactly, and you can zoom in and out, and it, and it updates without you having any internet connection, which is actually pretty clever when you think about, well, the hello, hello it's got a GPS device, isn't it? But on the way yep. back, we went I said, Nath, we went on the rally roads on the way back, and these we're talking about little dirt tracks through the <laughs> through the forests with the canopies and, and little women in black shawls chewing up, you know, the chewing up the paddock nicks. Unbelievable! Well, you can't go more than two or three k's without coming to a hamlet or something like that. And uh, it was it was a really exciting little little trip back, and we're driving a little. Oh, it's a uh, it's called a Hyundai Atos. And it's um, Atos. Atos. What's an Atos? Well, mate, it's uh, it's smaller than an, and narrower than like a Toyota Echo. Are oh, you kidding? Smaller than it's a Toyota very, Echo. It's very small. What's smaller? It's like nothing. It, it's not. It's about the size of a smart car. That's, really? Yeah. And we've got to travel a hundred k's in there on in the next couple of days to hook up with the um, uh, the Sebastian and, and Roland Arsh. They're going to take us up to um, up to Zandvoort uh, a day early. In fact, Sebastian's father, Roland, is a, if you have a look, is a very old, well, not very old, but he's famous ex DTM racer, and he is a very very funny guy. And he was, um, yeah. he's uh, well well renowned for pulling weird faces whilst driving with his open face helmet. Well, he and I have hit it off, and so we were. <laughs> <laughs> and especially when he when I when he realised that I'd brought a, a box, like a, a six six uh, bottles of red, to the last round simply because there were none in the transport and the teams were the team wasn't organising anything like that. And when he saw that, well, 
fun and games started. And anyway, he, it didn't take long for the six to be demolished. So he's on at this, he, he's on at this time. But um, good guy. And his um, his his son uh, uh, Sebastian has a, a Ford Focus RS five hundred as his as his road car, one of those black ones oh, with the wrap. Yeah. So we I don't I don't think the four of us are going in that. It won't be big enough. But we'll probably be taking two cars. And it's quite a when long way. It, it, it's eight hours to get up there. Well, it's been eight hours to get to Zandvoort in the uh, the uh, unfortunately and incorrectly named Mitsubishi as a, a Mercedes Sprinter van. It's not oh. anything but a Sprinter stroller. Uh, well, it's got Mercedes no stroller. They no, should have called it. Very very bad chairs and uh, and no <laughs> ventilation. And uh, and drivers that, that that have to stop for smoking every one hour, and there's nothing to eat on the highway. Oh, you'd be loving that. Oh yeah. That'd be like Foguar on the way to Bathurst. But they have to In stop. The they stop, and there's nothing to eat on the way up there other than service stations where you get a sausage, which is you know at least at least a foot long with a bun which is about four inches and it looks completely ridiculous and then you get a piece of cardboard with some mustard chucked on it so you sort of ka-ching <laughs> they're very strange but, uh, so it's sort of the equivalent of driving from Adelaide to Melbourne really it is uh, no it's actually like Sydney to Melbourne so it's, it's actually more painful ah uh, right so it's a bit longer but you've got and, faster roads and more and, and you're, uh, you're well, yeah, and we're on like lots of open roads. So um, you know, the first time we went up there, we didn't. Uh, we actually just had to sprint it with, with six people in it. But then, because the testing um, at Zandvoort didn't require quite as much equipment as when you go to a race meeting, because you got you know all the all the stuff out, catering stuff and. Um, right, and spare parts. And yeah, that. yeah, and, and pit wall stuff and, and then all the signage that's got to go in there. There's not enough room in the transporter, and it's a big mega, you know, a V8 supercar-style transporter. There's not enough room yeah. for the two race cars and all the gear. So one of the race cars actually had it to... In the last trip, one of the race cars went came behind us and another one went on a tilt tray. But in the meantime, a new transporter has been purchased, so now we've got two BFA transporters which are going okay. yeah so um, I don't know where we're going to park the, park the second one <laughs> <laughs> so are you going in the transporter then or the no no one? I'm not going in the transporter I'm, tomorrow we go on Wednesday we go up Wednesday morning we go and meet Sebastian and Roland and we go up with them and the other guys right. are going up independently I've said I've said publicly I'm not going in the sprinter again because it just it's too annoying and and you know after the race finishes and then they, they, they keep the cars in park for me for bloody two hours or three if, at, at sometimes and then you know it takes them three to four hours to pack everything up so you're leaving the track at eight o'clock at night and you're getting back here at three in the morning and it's just pain but I don't want okay. that I would rather pay the 99 euro and and not to euro to stay overnight in the hotel and then get yeah. the fast train back from uh, Amsterdam to uh, Arnsbach, of which... Will that be Monday morning or will that be Sunday no, morning? Is the race Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. One race Saturday, one race Sunday. So you basically have right. two practice sessions, a quali on Friday, then you have a one-hour race on Saturday in the middle of the day 
because it's the hero event, and then you have a warm-up Sunday morning and another another one-hour race in the middle of the day. But, um, yeah, the train trip will be a much better solution coming back because um, if I hadn't previously mentioned uh, before, it has a, quite a nice bar on it. <laughs> you did actually previously mention <laughs> Where you sit down <laughs> and it's got little lamps on the table and it's not quite north by northwest with Ava St. Marie, but uh, Ava Marie St. But um, where she ordered the brook trout, um, it's, uh, <laughs> it's 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 pleasant. It's very good. It's pleasant. And do the little lamps keep your red wine warm, just the right temperature? Well, I, I haven't. I've only been having white wine, Weiss wine. White wine. Yeah, yeah white wine. No, Party. I've been having. Some... But you said you took half a dozen bottles of red to the track. Yeah, but they're gone. Because Roland snuffed yeah, them but... down. But you would have bought some more by now, surely. Oh, yeah, there's a... Next door is... Shucks. Shucks Wine Store, which is actually right. like... It's like a vintage seller's, but but pro. Every, any, they're really, really lovely people. And um, and I uh, I bought them a, I brought them back a box. It all started when I was €2.70 short one night, the first night I went in there. It's and, not like you, much. Well, I didn't know what... You know, it's, it's, some, it's hard to get money out of holes in the wall around here, and lots of places don't take credit cards. They go, oh, it's very expensive credit cards. Anyway, I said to the lady, look, I'm just staying next door. I gave him a business card, and uh, and anyway, I said, I'll drop it down. I dropped it down the next day, and they were very impressed. Anyway, they're very kind. They said, Come and try these wines and this and that and the other thing. And pre- pretty much any wine you like, they, they'll just open it for you, and you can try it. Anyway, when I came back to Australia, I brought them back a box of Murray River Sea Salt, which they've, so we've been, they're my preferred supplier of YN. And you're their preferred supplier of Murray River sea salt. That is right, and uh, and uh, they're just <laughs> nice people, but um, just a little bit, uh, just a little bit different, I guess. That, but it's like yeah, big chain, but good old shark wine store. <laughs> Very good. And round the corner is a as a nice, uh, uh, well, if it was in if we were in France, it would be a boulangerie. But, uh, I was just going to ask you about that. Yeah. yeah, a really lovely bakery shop that I, I don't. I, I must admit, I haven't been making much effort to talk, you know, talk German. Um, right. And their and their English is better than my German. But can you get beasting with um, uh, frosted um, baked almonds on oh, top and, and like that custard in the middle yeah, and all that stuff? That might be more your cup of tea. I, I'm just not into all the sweet stuff. But round the corner, there, you know, the, there's the bakery. It's just, it's like a little rural street here. And there's a lovely bakery, and there's a little one of those tuk-tuk out the front that they go and do the deliveries on in the morning. And I can go, I'll, I'll walk around in a second and, and, and get some um, some ham and uh, some bread and uh, anything that else that comes from, from pork. Because there's... Oh, JP, I've lost you. I've lost JP. We're going to have to get him back, viewers. Hang on a sec. We'll just get JP back. Good old Adelaide. Hello. Hello. That's weird. <laughs> Don't know what happened there. Just suddenly you were... And then nothing. Nothing, I guess. And then I tried doing it and we've rebooted everything in this end. Ah, oh, well. All's well, it ends well. So, um, where, where were we up to? I can't remember. 
Um, not can I. <laughs> oh, that's Get right. Like. Yeah, I was going. That's right. I was going round to the butcher shop. Yes, that's right. The you butcher were. shop, and uh, mate, there's uh, absolutely every form of ham you can possibly imagine. I mean, I, I'm porked out. <laughs> that's unusual for you. It's a, well, actually, I might do a bit of something crispy, crispy the uh, for, for dinner tonight. I'm just thinking what I might do. Right. Oh yes. Um, the other day I went to get a ham sandwich up the road. They make like pretty much everywhere you go, you can get hot ham on a on a, on a sandwich, and it looks really good. Right. And I I asked this guy for for it, but I ended up with a huge pork knuckle <laughs> with the bone and a tiny little Kaiser roll. So go figure. It's on my face. So you just chewed the pork off the knuckle. And I sliced. I brought it back, and it was wrapped up in foil. And I sliced a bit of it off and put it in my um, my Kaiser roll, and it was all with my my hot English mustard, which I cleverly brought brought over so that there wouldn't be any, <laughs> along with the soy sauce and all all the Australian flavours. Oh, yeah, all the different stuff. I should have given you some chilies. Well, I, you can't bring stuff like that over. And as it turns out, you can get them here anyway, JP. They do actually have chilies here. But really, in in the town of Arnsbach, or the town of Arnsbach has major rail going along here, and oh, trains, major rail. And where I'm sitting, I look across sort of the, the, the Light Valley. It's probably 500 metres away to the rail line, and we're only 80 kilometres from Ingolstadt, which is where Audi builds, oh, yeah. it's builds their cars. And every half an hour, a very long train cruises by heading towards Frankfurt, laden with new Audis, destined for different parts of the world. So, um, yeah. And front line, and front, uh, start line accidents. <laughs> yeah, one going to the GT Masters, no doubt. That's right. But uh, I, I guess that because it's, I guess they are made in other parts of the world as well, but it's certainly a diverse range of Audi products that are moving down the line. Um, it's a, it's a land it's almost a landlocked country. There's a bit of you know up near Hamburg. There's yep. some uh, some some seasidery up there, but down here, the only way you're going to move stuff is by rail, and you know this this nation is is right up to, right up um, you know at the pointy end of technology when it comes to rail but internet woeful um phone <laughs> mobile phone usage just like trying to understand anything packaging and like it did yeah you know, the a triple c would have have a field day here because it's just well if you were trying to buy a plan or whatever well you just you just I was told. Can you rock up and buy a SIM card? Or yeah, what, or I, I bought a SIM card and I bought a prepaid thing, and but then I used all my prepaid up, you know, in a short period of time, and I went to recharge it. No, you can't recharge. It's not possible to recharge it until the end of 30 days. I go, but why? And you just get nowhere with the, like, if you think there's a bunch of assholes like selling mobile phones in Australia, you should see them here. They're real assholes. Yeah. They make Telstra look good. Well, by night they're 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 savage nightclub bouncers, but day they're mobile phone sales people, <laughs> or bus drivers that run people down, something like that. Now there's the train. Yeah. I can hear it going through now. But there's a diverse, yeah, diverse ra 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 range of trains, and um, 
it's quite fun to go up there because you little little seats just sitting by the railway line in the in the well, forest. You can just watch. Yeah, with a Hilkins. Watch the shunters shunting. Well, it's a very light. If you, for those who are interested, to go to have a look at Arnsbach, A-N-S-B-A-C-H in Bavaria, and look on Google Maps, and you will see from the aerial perspective it has a very large. I can actually see a train in the background as, as you're talking. Yeah, could you hear it? Yeah, now I can see it. Oh right. Okay. Well, there you go. That's the that's the train line. But there's multiple train lines, and, and these things like shoot along at, you know, 240 clicks, like the the, the ICE. Okay. Which are very comfortable. You don't really notice uh, the the speed at all, and um, uh, they actually um, uh, have a, a really quite a nice bar. <laughs> you haven't mentioned that before. Well, on the previous, on the A side. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so it's uh, it's quite convivial to do rail. And Barry uh, mm. Morecambe's coming over in a couple of weeks' time. And uh, so he's going to fly into Frankfurt, and I was quite happy to um, say, "Look, I'll just get the train up to Frankfurt and meet you there." Right. It's about two and a half to three hours, with a little change at Würzburg, which has got a quite a nice bar on the platform as well. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then I can. And <laughs> you can't. You can't. You have to change trains, um, right. which means you change bars. So you get right, three. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, but if you do both directions, I get six different bars on the way. Oh, but plus the the bar at Armsbach Station on the way. I don't think on the way in. Although probably by the time Barry gets in, because it arrives in at five forty six p.m. I was like, fancy a snifter? You'll probably go. Yeah, why not? He probably would too. So he's coming. Not for the Zandvoort round. For the, where's the next round after Zandvoort? Uh, Lapsusring, the Super Speedway, and then we go to the final, well, sort of the, the fourth, which is sort of the end of the first half, and then Nathan and I and Barry will come back on the 9th of June. Right. Is at okay. uh, Red Bull Ring uh, in Austria, mm. which is, um, you know, yep. uh, I, I dearly love to to go there because the deer do. <laughs> What's been going on with Tech Time, mate? I see that. Uh, I see that. Uh, are you on doing the banging and clanging of pots for Tech Time, or just straight into it? No, nah, just straight into it. I, I, I see that. Uh, oh, hold on, I can manage a. Uh, hold on. Tech Time. Tech Time. All right, folks, you can start listening now. Okay. Who I believe might have already uh, disappeared off to his American annual sojourn. That's it. That's hopefully, hopefully he will not be having a, uh, a a medical issue as he did last year, uh, and hopefully I won't right. either as a result of uh, <laughs> the uh, of my increased uh, um, experience with trains <laughs> and bars. <laughs> so, what were you going to talk about, Tech Time? Well, I noticed that that has that, got that a bigger shareholding in Microsoft now than Bill has. No, not well. I did not know that at all. Um, yeah, but apparently he, it was reported today. Bill was probably best to divest himself of, uh, yep. of those assets whilst they're still worth something. And uh, he was true to his word, wasn't he, that he said he would spend his fortune on, on good. And he and Melinda, mm. uh, with the with Melinda and Bill Gates Foundation, have, Gates certainly, Foundation. have certainly made up for a shitty operating system. Um, yep. 
that's for sure. Um, but no, I was going to drag your attention to the revisiting of the damages case um, between Apple and oh, Apple Samsung, Samsung with the same judge, Lucy Coe, who seems to be yep. like part of the deal. She's into all the nasty cases that it's been revised down to, I think, that uh, Samsung, Samsung is up for $11.9 billion and uh, 11.9 no, mi- million. Yes. Which and is a uh, long way Apple, short Apple's of the whatever billion that Apple were pursuing. I mean, Apple's up for a 158K, which yeah. is probably, uh, you know, the profit that they've made since the B-side of this show uh, has started started uh, recording again. And w- when you meet, when I say B, I think B for bars on right. T for trains. But... <laughs> So that's all so about interesting. The new we've had revamped, revamped MacBook Airs. Did you know that? Yeah, that don't seem to be uh, don't seem to be delivering much Cobra in the performance difference. stakes. And in fact, I looked at some figures that showed that the new Haswell processors were actually running slower. The whole thing was slower. So that's Even good, good for business. Point one of a of, of a megahertz quicker. Yeah. So oh. no big deal. But they've dropped in price here by fifty bucks. Right. But apparently, in other countries, the price drop's been as much as 145. So once again, we're paying the Aussies can afford the higher prices tax to Apple. Yes, it's um, there's uh, something definitely rotten in Denmark, and uh, there is. But lucky you're not in Denmark. No, I'm not in Denmark. And uh, speaking of speaking of Denmark, I should say that. Was I was not able to get across to England to see the opening round of the British GT Championship. Mr. Simonson, Benny Simonson, uh, did a good job with uh, Hector Lester. Yep. I think they came 14th in both races, but were not present at the Rockingham race on the weekend. Uh-huh. So looked at the data. And we don't know why. Don't know why at all. And um, okay. Yeah, I'm just not quite sure, but they were like doing the championship, but they were just taking it, you know, a bit at a time. Sure. Don't know what's going on it there. Sounds like it sounds like it's time you went to DailySportsCar.com for a very reasonable twenty-five pounds. Oh, for a very reasonable thirty-five pounds. A thirty-five. Thirty-five pounds. I mean, it's very reasonable, but you'll find these days that so much of the content, I think, is powered by Newsmo, which uh, effectively is free for the for the. It's for the, free. Free for the listeners. Oh, and talking about Nismo, Nigel Stepney. Oh, yes, Nigel Stepney, yes. Poor old Nigel Stepney. Now, I had the... Well, I I thought I had the pleasure of of meeting uh, Nigel, and Nigel was given a... a duly given a Maurice Lacroix watch in 2008 because he was a new guiding light with the Gigawave Aston Martin GT1 program running out of Essex in England, yep. which uh, one Mr. Alan Simonson was the pilot thereof with uh, and I he was came to Le Mans and we had a good laugh together so um, yep. he uh, I guess, you know because of his he rose very highly and was you know, en- enormously uh, respected within Ferrari um, and, yes. and, and if you read his obituary... Well, on, he was Michael's right-hand man, wasn't he? Let's face it. He, he was. And, 
you know, until he became disenchanted, I think, with Ferrari. And I remember when his the top job was was uh, was passed up. It, well, he did not get offered it. He was he had the shits in between. He, he yeah. and Mike Coughlin um, sort of ended up. You know, well, I'm not I'm not here to pass judgment, but uh, he was that was where he gained notoriety rather than yes. um, be known for what he had achieved in the sport. But certainly he was. Um, a very much a significant player there with Ferrari, so it's a, mm. it's very it's tragic news. Um, yeah, it is tragic news, and it's a bit of a mystery too. I understand at the moment that they still haven't got to the bottom of the fact that he was apparently pulling his uh, Volkswagen uh, van back onto the inside uh, lane of the motorway and got cleaned up by a truck. Oh, while he was so. in the vehicle or out of the vehicle. No, as far as I'm aware, he was in the vehicle from the way that it was reported. But, uh, yeah, it's all a bit of a mystery that, as, as to how how and what exactly happened. Well, it's so also a bit of a... 56, he's younger than me. Coming up to a year down the track, it's still a bit of a mystery about what happened to our friend Alan Simonson because... It is. There has been yes. no, one, almost one year later, no findings delivered whatsoever. Mm. Um, and... Uh, Which is a bit sad. You know, um, Fogues made a good point that there has actually been no, there's been no actual finding into the death of Mark Porter at Bathurst, at the yeah, top of the true. mountain, and uh, I can't remember his name who was killed in the Ute race at Adelaide, and there's all sorts of this stuff that gets swept under the carpet. I think that <laughs> CAMS is um, very much like the FIA in that they, you know, they, mm. they don't want to know about anything, you know. Well, no, nothing that's nothing that promotes the sport in a bad light gets sees the light of day. Basically, well, uh, it would appear uh, that in a bad light sees the light of day. It's interesting. Yeah, that there's yeah. Light you like that? that? Sort of a bit of a conundrum, really. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a anyway. Will you fuck off now? I want to go to bed. All right, mate. It is a bit of a conundrum that uh, you're still managing to do business in Adelaide, but. Uh, would you please go over and see a Rusty Sausage, uh, who isn't with either of us? And, fact, uh, at, at I got a phone call this afternoon while I was working in the shop, and a message was left that I'm a very hard man to catch, and I will make amends for that on Wednesday. And would you take them over some RAM so that they can upgrade their machine from 2 till 8 and they can get on and get on with life? It's been a pleasure, JP, as usual, talking to you from this it's, lovely part of the world. very good, Johnny. That just very, shows very you good. can do a show. So um, perhaps next week, same time, same bat yes. tell, and uh, we'll. Uh, although I might be in New York. Although Monday might be not be good for you, we might make it Tuesday next week. And I may be in New York going to visit my newfound relatives. Well, you just keep me posted on that. Okay, ciao for now. All right, mate. Ciao for now, sir. Good night, viewers. Good night, viewers. <laughs>